Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. This year, Spider-Man finally joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man Homecoming. But 15 years ago, the friendly neighborhood webhead hit the big screen for the first time ever. Introducing Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. Starting with Sam Raimi's web-slinging debut, we discuss everything from genetically engineered super spiders to wall-crawling heroics. Join us as we navigate the great power and great responsibility behind every single minute of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Bueller. 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 the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller Stay Off, one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria Laguna for most of this day, I suppose. A good chunk of the day? <laughs> for a good chunk of the day, I guess. And then uh, and then you won't be Laguna anymore. Victoria's getting married today, you guys, today. Yeah. How do you feel? Eh. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, today, today <laughs> I, we're talking about minute 34. Only because I've been asked that question, I don't know how many times. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I'm I just like, it. it's... It's whatever. Like, if you know me and Ricky, we've already been together for 14 years. Mm. It's like, this is like another day. This is just you another know. day. It's uh, everyone else that's making you stress. It really is. It's like, come on, people. Like, just leave me be. Let me elope. Get through this. Elope. Elope. It's too late now. <laughs> it is too late now. It's today. <laughs> Good luck. I'm excited. Guys, Victoria asked me to be the, the maid of honor. <laughs> Man of honor? I'm gonna say maid of honor because you like funnier. You like maid of honor better. Sure, I'll own it. I'm, I'm gonna get you a pink shirt. That's oh god, <laughs> yes. I would wear a pink shirt. Oh, I'll go to Spencer's and get a pink shirt, and then at the dinner you'll just be sitting there with your pink shirt, like perfect, <laughs> perfect, looking all proud. Like, yeah, that's me. I am. Yes, I am. What color are you guys wearing? Do I have to color coordinate? Uh, kind of, sorta. You got black pants, right? Oh, I'm sure I do. All right, then you're fine. Cool, awesome. And Easy. I think you already said your shirt was blue. I do. I I have many. The only two guys, the only people I care about, other than like me and Ricky being color coordinated, is like you and Ricky's best friend Mike. Oh. Uh, and Ricky's best friend Mike is already wearing black and blue and different Perfect. shades of blue. So, so it doesn't matter if it's different shades of blue. It's all different shades of blue. I'm my shirt, fine. my shirt is a bunch of different shades of blue. Oh, perfect. My bouquet is a bunch of different shades of blue. So wedding talk with Victoria Laguna. Oh, I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's like my least favorite thing of this week. It's okay. <laughs> it's very stressful. Uh, we'll re- we'll uh we'll have a different you tomorrow. That's amazing. <laughs> and then, yep, uh, totally gonna be different. And then and then uh, and then you're honeymooning. I guess. Sort of. It's kind of sort of taking a week off. Yeah, um, we're going to do some stuff, like, just kind of local, and then we're trying to we're trying to figure it out. We're going to save up some money and take, like, a more fancy honeymoon That'd later. be awesome. That'd be awesome. We're, we're more concerned about getting, like, our own place now and getting away from the roommates that we have. And mm-hmm. That makes just, sense. Kind of just, like, getting out on our own. That'd be fun. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I hope that works out. It's um, a slow process. 
Yep, yep. So next week, you guys, I'm going to have a special guest host. Because Victoria's not going to be here. I know. It's going to be weird not recording with you. I don't think I've ever not recorded. I mean, I've guessed it on other people's shows. But we've never, never done a week of yeah. minutes without the other one. Yeah. It's going to be super weird. It's like separation anxiety. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> we'll have to do like a special bonus episode of just like, let's wrap. Here, here's what happened. It's going to be for. weird for me to come back the next week and be like, I, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Uh-huh. What I happened? I missed all the references. I missed the things. I'll have to, you'll have to listen for once. No, I'll just watch that set of five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just watch those five minutes on my own and be like, oh, that's what I missed. All right. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit already today. <laughs> that that Monday episode when I'm back, I'm just be like, I wasn't here last week, but I want to talk about all the things I missed last week. So here it is. Okay. Like, okay. It's like it needs to be a bonus fairs episode we'll or probably, something. We'll me just talking about the things. I think that'd be good to do. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> so that'll happen. But we're not there yet. Today, we still, uh, we still have to talk about a couple more minutes of this week. Today... We're talking about minute 34. Minute 34 starts with Grace telling Rooney to watch his mouth. And it ends with a determined dean of students. So so we we hear her finish. So, she, so Grace yesterday said, and, and, yeah, and, and watch your mouth this time. Yeah. <laughs> because last time he was on the phone, presumably with, uh, with Mr. Peterson, he uh, was kind of a jerk. But it wasn't, Mr. Peterson. But they don't know that. Ah. They don't know that. That's called dramatic irony. Yeah. Because we know. We know. But he don't know. But he don't know. She just always got a pencil in her hand. She does. It's because they're in her hair. Yeah. (laughs) She's like scratching her head with Uh her hand. In the commentary track, John Hughes mentions that... He feels that her hair would be so stiff because it would have so much hairspray and everything in oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's a product. Uh-huh. That uh, you wouldn't be able to, like, scratch your head. And mm-hmm. so she, that's how she has to use the pencil to, like, do that. It yeah. also accounts for why she loses pencils in her hair. Like, she gets so like into itching that? and then is, like, let go of it. And it's like, oh, no. And then, like, you get distracted by something. And then, yeah. And so she pulls all those pencils out. Like, uh, oh. I thought it was really funny that the bank teller does that in the cut piece of script. Oh, <laughs> we talked about yesterday, in the Bonnie and Clyde episode. I've had to, I've done that before, like use like a pencil mm-hmm. or something. So she tells she have you? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think I've ever done that. I feel like it'd be a girl thing or like people who have long hair, because mm-hmm. uh, when you get your hair done, like if you had braids, the corn rolls or uh-huh. any kind of style, you can't. Victoria, you said corn rolls, and now that's all I'm going to think is you with corn rolls for the rest of the day. I've had corn once. <laughs> That's amazing. Short ones. That's like a long time ago. Fascinating. Uh, I did a lot of weird things with my hair because my cousin wanted to be like a like a hairstylist and oh. do makeup and that kind of stuff. Okay. So she would like. <laughs> I thought that was going a very different direction. <laughs> What direction did you think it was? I don't know. Not me. Talk about it. Don't talk about it. But she, but she, so she would like use my hair to like practice things and and makeup and all that kind of stuff. So I've had my hair a bunch of different ways. And uh, when you have your hair done like that, or even um, something similar, you can't just scratch your head, Uh even though it does make your head itchy. Having those hairstyles, so 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 you'd have to use like you either have to use a pencil, or sometimes you see people like tap their head. Oh, you look like they're hitting themselves in the head, that's but they're annoying. not. They're like they're they're that's the way that they're itching. Mm. So I, I I relate. 
to oh. to her having a scratch. That's awesome. I'm like, that's funny to me, especially in the '80s with all the Aquanet. Yeah, that was a big thing, Aquanet. Aquanet. That's a type of hairspray. Oh, I bet she would have used a whole bottle for that hair. That hair. Uh, oh yeah, that I, bubble, I had that, cousins that, that would like poof up uh-huh. their hair like very tall and. Just yep, tons yep, 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 of damn yep, yep. Aquanet just all up in their hair. That's then awful. it would you would oh, go I can, and touch I can, it, I can and it would the smell. Uh, have, you, you, when that you would gra- when you would smell. grab it when you'd grab the hair if like to mess it up, it would like it would like crunch. Yeah, because there's so much in it. I would I would imagine her hair would do the same thing. Mm. It would make a crunchy sound. Seems very flammable. Oh yeah! Oh gosh! Yeah, you. She, <laughs> she would not want to be any near any candles. Nope. By accident, there would go your hair. Yep. Yep. Uh, so she tells him to watch his mouth, and he says, "Go soak your head," which I think is what he says. Go soak your head. I listened to it so many times. I think he says, "Go soak your head." What the heck is that supposed to mean? I don't mean? know. I don't know, but it means uh, just as little as his next line. So first, we cut. They call the Petersons, and we cut to Sloane's answering machine. Uh, there's makeup. It's very pink. There's yeah, makeup. Got pink sunglasses. Pink sunglasses. And... Like nail polish. And then a cotton ball that I guess she was like using to take her nails off, I suppose. Yeah, considering the cotton ball has pink stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, so it looks like she was like removing the color on her nails. E- we should e- see either, if we can see if her nails well, are painted later. Either the color of her nails or that could have makeup remover on it for like maybe eyeshadow or I blush. Guess. Or some other I kind of makeup. I feel like it doesn't seem like Sloane wears a lot of makeup. She just makes you want to think that she doesn't wear a lot of makeup. It's just so much makeup. Girls are kind of sneaky that way. Like they they do a natural look, but it's the natural look still includes like a ton of makeup to achieve that look. Her family must also come. Her she also must come from a, a well to do family because I don't know when they show it. I think they already did, and I missed it. But they show like a watch that she has on her on her arm. Oh, it's a it's a Cartier watch. That's oh. like a ten thousand dollar watch. Oh my god! So I'm all like, she's. Freaking 16, and she's, like, walking around with a $10,000 watch around her wrist. That's wild. For, and I think that's ridiculous. No, I think we don't see that till the end. I think we see her watch because he looks at her watch to see what time it is, because he knows he's going to be late getting home. Oh, like, he doesn't have a watch. Yeah. No. Yeah. He looks at her You would watch. think he would have a watch. It'd be, no. it'd be smart for him to have a watch. No, Ferris just plays fast and loose. Uh, Things work out me. for him. His superpower is luck. Whatever. He ain't no superhero. Uh, the phone, the 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 machine is slow, and she sounds so miserable. She says, we, we can't come to the phone right now. Her acting is only slightly better here than it was when she was in front we of had a the, the nurse. Death in the family. And then she cries. And he says, uh, so we, then we cut back to Rooney. And Rooney says, Grace, Ferris Bueller's behind this. There's no doubt in my mind. And now he's got Sloan Peterson involved in this thing. Mm-hmm. Involved in this thing. He sounds like it he's like an FBI thing. director or something. It is a thing, though. Involved in this thing. Like, it's a some uh, elaborate 
Um, it is pretty elaborate. <laughs> but it, it sounds, I just, I love, I love that he sounds. It's actually very elaborate. Lo- this is a thing. I know, I know. <laughs> but I love that it sounds like he's like sending detectives out to do. Man, if there was more people <laughs> on this, this job other yeah. than him by himself, then Ferris would have been caught. Uh, no one else cares enough about Ferris. I guess. There's involved in this thing. And then Grace says, her grandmother too. He says, you pinhead. Because it's like, yeah, the grandmother's in on it. Grace, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, get over here. If you need to reach us, we'll be at the following number. <laughs> she like cries and it's so terrible. So bad. And so Grace dials the new number. And she goes, Okay. And Rooney says, I did not achieve this position in life by having some snot-nosed punk leave my cheese out in the wind. Which is such a weird line. It's like, what the heck does that even mean? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, Leave my cheese out in the wind. John Hughes liked that they made him use a bunch of cliches and things. But they they wanted him to say something that, like, was just nonsense. Okay. And so the two of them went back and forth, him and Jeffrey Jones, to figure out, like, what he's going to say. And they came up with leaving his cheese out in the wind because it literally, like, means nothing. It's just, like, he he sounds <laughs> committed to it. Yeah, yeah, it sounds something. But it doesn't something. actually mean it. It sounds like something. It sounds like something. What? I, what but it's not. No. Something. <laughs> no. But it's not anything. And then we cut to Cameron's machine. Uh, which I made a note. I think See, Cameron's well, machine is in a different place than it was before. They were at Cameron's house before they went to pick up Sloan. Maybe they rigged it up then. Uh, so then, then they only had to go to Sloan's house to rig up hers. Unless, like, Sloan did that after her parents left and before she left for school. Before she left for school, knowing that they were going to use that gag. Exactly. I, I guess. I mean, I could, I could believe it. I mean, that's more believable than them trying to go back to a house and get this all done before he calls. <laughs> But if they had said that, who did, who, every other person who calls the Petersons today. Well, anybody who calls the Petersons today after Rooney does now. Yeah. So either way, like, it's going to sound like their grandmother died. Well, it, it, there was a death in the family. Oh, it's not, the they, family. Don't they don't specify the grandmother. Uh, again, like, how does this play out? Like... I would assume someone else has got to hear it other than him. That someone would you know, call her parents and be like, oh my god, who died? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Like, how does that not, like, foil everything right there? Well, well what would the parent do from that point? They would call their own house and then be like, okay, it, like, Sloan, why did you make like, this? Like, why did you message? do this? Exactly. What's gonna be her her story to, like, get over no that? Idea. Exactly. Thank you. There's flaws. There's little holes in this plan here and there. And I'm just like, no, wait a minute. This but doesn't work. There's things maybe here. Maybe no one else calls. And, and. There's like, no cell phones. The only there's way no cell you phones. have to call okay. is the house. Or their, if her parents, presumably both of her parents, presumably everyone's parents work all day. Well, yeah. Okay. Like a regular they nine to five. They probably have work numbers. Right. So but anyone not- who's trying to reach them 
But not knows? everybody knows your work schedule. Well, I I assume that they're all nine to fives. The way that they make this seem is that their parents are gone while the school day is happening. Right, like nine to no five No one's got to be home until six. I don't know. I think all of them work nine to fives. I think it's pretty regular. It's a... Uh... It's it's pretty unbelievable to think that not one person would call throughout the whole day, knowing even knowing that they're going to be going to be at work. I, but there's still the chance that it. I when I it's been a long time since I've had a landline. I mean, I've well, I, I remember I having a phone, landline. I get phone calls all the time, but most of them, most of the phone calls that come into my cell phone are from spam numbers and people trying to sell me shit. Like I think that that's what happens when you have a, a phone I mean, in your house a, too. Well, yeah, obviously you do get like I don't those, think that there are those that many stupid calls, calls I don't there. Think that, I think there's a. But again, this is a different era. This is the 80s, sure. and there's no cell phones, and not everybody would know your schedule, or sometimes people even forget. I know I've called someone before and been like, and had to leave a message and been like, oh, like, of course, like, you're not home because you're at work and I forgot, uh-huh. like, type of thing. So, I mean, like, people forget. Sure, but. I think, I think, and, uh, whenever you're away from your house, most of those answering machines have a way for you to call, like, if I was at an office and I have a landline and I have an answering machine, but I want to check my messages, you can call from anywhere, like your office, call your house number, and there's like a thing that you could do to listen to your messages, Hmm. And I can imagine, like, you might need to do that. Like, maybe you're expecting a message. Maybe something's going to happen, you know? I mean, it doesn't hurt to to check. So even checking your messages, you would hear, like, the parents at that point would hear, like, what the heck? Why is there this message on their answering machine now? This is not what it was when I left, that type Mm. of thing. So, I mean, that's a thing, being able to check messages while you're away. I'm just saying. There's little things here and there that aren't 100%. Sure, sure. That are just I don't like, think eh. any of these little things are necessarily big enough to like throw off the whole. No, but it's something to talk about when you're analyzing a movie. True, that is what we're here to do. Exactly, and we're not here to just fall into Harry to 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 Ferris's Okay. Crap. Anyway, so so we cut back to Cameron's phone, and I think his phone's in a different place. Like, look, look, it's look, on the look. it's on a table now instead of on the instead floor of, by like, his phone. by his bed. I mean, by uh-huh. his bed. Uh huh. And he's got a YouTube poster. A what? A YouTube you, YouTube poster. YouTube poster. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. YouTube's been around for a while. Yep. So he's got a YouTube poster, uh, and Cameron's machine says, "You have reached the Coughlin Brothers Mortuary. We are deeply sorry we are unable to come to the phone right now, but if you leave your name and number, we will get back to you as soon as is humanly possible." That right there is hilarious because he called the cemetery or what cemetery Coughlin. Uh huh. Which sounds like coffins. So it makes me think of like those joke calls where like, it's like, oh, like, uh, such and such, like, uh, uh, roadkill, like, you, you, you hit him, we grill him. Like, oh, it sounds like one of those jokey yeah. things. It already sounds like not serious. Like, that sounds made the up. The Coughlin Brothers Mortuary. I like that he, he I, I, every. It's also something that could be easily looked at. It sounds like. Go pick up a white pages. Go find Coughlin, Coughlin Brothers. Brothers oh, that they don't exist. Like, that feels like like too much work. For as hot as Rooney is right now, maybe not. <laughs> if he's as, if he's willing to do all the other things, you see him. Well, to he do dialed the, rest the number the that they gave him on her phone. Yeah, but I don't know. 
he already suspects that Ferris is behind this. I don't think he cares enough to go look up to see if this mortuary exists or not. Like, what is that going to do him? And I don't, I mean, I wouldn't call this a small town. You're in Chicago. Yeah. It's not like everyone knows everybody or everyone knows mm -hmm. the local businesses. Sure. Yeah, this is a big think. enough city. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you can't know that way. But I'm just saying for him being as anal as he's been so far, it doesn't like... I just think that that's, I think that's following a thread in the wrong direction, right? Like if you're, if you're like on the case trying to be the detective, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think that that's just a lead that's not going to take you anywhere. Whether or not this mortuary actually exists is not going to solve his problem. Well, it would affirm that, like... What would it do? If he looked it up and it does exist, if there was a place actually called the Coughlin Brothers, uh -huh. then, then what's, call what's them, he going to do? Call them, ask if there's a funeral being held today for such and such. Oh, no, there's they not. They don't, know, they don't know the grandmother's name. Wouldn't it be? Well, we don't know. Depend, oh, it's, it's, the, it's the mother's. It's the mother's it's grandmother. The mother's mom. So you don't know the maiden. No. He probably doesn't know the maiden name. No. So we. So can't it wouldn't ask. do him any good. Eh, I suppose. I just think it's a. It's just a bad lead. A bad lead, like he's a police officer. Yeah, that's exactly what he's acting like here. That's a, that's. He says something's going on. God damn it. And I, I, I expect him to be like, and I'm going to find out what it is or my name isn't Edward R. Rooney, <laughs> Dean of Students. Uh, yeah, he gets cut off, actually. He says something's going on. God damn it. I actually do think tomorrow starts with him saying, and I'm going to find out what it is. <laughs> I hope it is. I, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not looking at the notes for tomorrow. I'm looking at the notes for today. Rooney's man. He has every right to be angry, I think. No, I, mean, I think like this I is said, elaborate and clever. I don't no, think this I, is I, I, I think like as like without like having teenager eyes on, like he works really hard and he said he, he's worked he hard going, to get to where he is. He is going to go too far. We will get there. And if yeah, unfortunately and, unfortunately, unfortunately uh, this kid has made him go too far. Mm. But it's like it's pretty difficult like having like the the bane of your existence be this, he could, this this kid who like up until now like your job has been relatively like successful like you've been fine but then like this is the one guy who's gonna like be this difficult and make your job this much more difficult it's like when you're a teacher you have like that one kid that's in your class that's sure. like you are a jerk like you're a piece of crap jerk you're making my job really really difficult when i'm a good teacher like what do you do like, you yeah. can't tell the kid to, like, not be in your class. Like, you can't. Like, you're just stuck with this crappy kid in your class. And I'm sorry, but, I mean, I'm not a teacher, but that's why I couldn't be a teacher. Because mm -hmm. I know I would have, like, some freaking little brat in my class, no matter what grade it was, that I would just be like, no. Like, I don't like you. I don't want to teach you. <laughs> like, you need to go. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, it's complicated. Right? I don't know. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have the patience to be a teacher at all. Brian, tell us how you do it. Right. What grade does he teach even? Anyway. I don't, I don't know. I guess I... Uh, we'll ask him when we have him on. I think sometimes the, the grade depends on how bad your situation is. Yeah? Some grades, I think, are worse than others. What do I you think, think the high, worst grade? I think high school is pretty tough. Yeah. Because it's like, again, think, again, once you hit puberty and, like, you start having that smugness to you that teenagers get, that's very annoying. Uh... It's, it ends up being, like, hell. I love I love how you always sound like you were never a teenager. <laughs> I don't... Uh, uh, 
I was not a stereotypical I'm, I'm gonna teenager. Make a, I'm going to make a Team Victoria shirt just for Jonathan Carlyle. He's the only one that wants one. <laughs> I'm just That's kidding. I don't know. He's the only one that wants one. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I was a teenager. And the funny thing is you keep asking me questions about what I did as a teenager. And, and I'm like, always I just, amazed at like how... Uh, straight laced? Uh, goody goody? I, I don't even know the word I want to use. Like what word do you want to use? <laughs> all of a sudden my brain just went boring but i don't think that's true i am i am I definitely know. okay with I being imagine, boring i i imagine that you probably had some like arrogance as well like i think all teenagers oh no like i said i made teachers cry sure. i was i was a jerk the the one time that i did uh do like my senior ditch day thing uh i only ditched for like half the day i missed oh, like the Lord. first like two classes and you then still i still went Oh, and then I showed up for my drama class. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it was drama. Like, sure. it's fun. It's a fun class. It's an elective. Like, who cares? Yeah. So I showed up for my drama class because I still wanted to see my friends. And I waltzed in there like a, a like a brat. And I had, like, a drink from Jack in a Box and food. And I even and I know it, I had cheesecake. I literally had cheesecake from Jack in a Box oh, and God. a thing of soda. And I propped my feet on my desk like cross criss cross like on my desk and continue to sit there and drink my drink and eat my food even though you're not supposed to drink and eat in class and my teacher came up to me and she's like uh why are you drinking in my class and i said i'm not drinking and took a sip <laughs> like you know that i'm not gonna say that that's not smug it is like it's a very bratty thing to do like i'm not drinking i'm surprised drink that anyway. this is just like i i could see you i could see you having a streak and i'm surprised <laughs> that it didn't happen you don't have an mm. enabler you didn't have a cameron it's my my best friend in high school. Our idea of fun was going to uh, this this particular classroom during lunch and going into her little soundproof room and having listening sessions for new CDs that we got. Wow. I mean, that sounds fun, actually. That does sound like a good time. That was like essentially what I did. I did a lot of dance. I did drama and I had after school activities. Hmm. I wasn't um, really involved in any, I, no, I, not, I wasn't really, I wasn't involved in any after school activities, but it was hard because I move a lot. I wasn't popular. Like, people, I'm, I I, like I'm I not popular, popular now. But people like me? I didn't ever have like a click. Because, especially I'm because always I was always surprised when people kid, like me. Because I was always the new kid. Um, it was just sort of like, it, it took me a while to make friends. And then when I did, I was just sort of like floating from group to group. No, I wasn't popular. I hid a lot in the library. Mm. I had, like, if I had a group, it was a very small group of maybe, like, two other people. Sure. Uh, which, you've met one of those people, my friend Robert. Yes, like, I He have. was part of my little trio, him and uh, this female friend of mine. Um, and then my other- I didn't know you guys knew each other in high school. Oh, like, all through high school. I've known him since he was, like, 13. Oh, wow. Um, I don't have any- I don't really keep in touch with anyone that I knew when I was a kid. I still have friends on Facebook that I've known since elementary school. I have friends on Facebook that I've... Yeah, me too, but... I had to, like, hunt for them. <laughs> no, they found me. Uh, <laughs> that was, that was how that happened. Friends, but, like, these are people that I really talk to. They're, like... I mean, Facebook friends and friends are different. Right. No, no, no. You're totally right. right. Yeah, like, yeah. I only hang out with a handful of people. Yeah. No, I only hang out with you. <laughs> I don't... I, I see I everyone else for the podcast. I don't hang work. out with anybody. I, I'm As I said, I was not a popular person in uh, in high school. I was compared a lot to Daria. Uh, I like cheerleaders that. were I like not that. cheerleaders were not nice to me. Uh, 
drama was not the thing for me until maybe my junior and senior year. Hmm. So I read a lot. I stayed in the library a I did lot. read a ton. I read a lot in high school, too. I was a little loser in middle school and I was friends with the library. I had the same... Like, I did go know. to the same middle school for all three years, so... Oh, I did have go. a like a group of friends then, like people that I had all the same classes with, you know. So like, I but I still only hung out with like one guy. I was like, like I sound boring because I kind of was. I, I was, was very sheltered. Goody, I was I was also kind of a goody teacher. I wasn't getting into trouble. I are you kidding? I, me? I, I was I was very sheltered. My mom was. Uh, I'm an only child. My mom knew what time I was off of school. She knew how long it took for me to walk home, and if I was home past that then i'd get yelled at if i pick you up at your mom's house she still texts you and is like let me know when you're home yeah look, she'll call to, you, if you don't to this her. day i know i go visit my mother gary picks me up at my mother's house and still my mom has to walk me outside and uh-huh. make sure he's outside to get me and still wants me to text as soon as i'm in the door that i got if home you don't, she'll call you yeah she'll call or she'll text me like you didn't text like yeah <laughs> One of these days when she calls you while recording, you just put her on speakerphone. Right? Like, like, why didn't you call when you got home? Like, like my mom's ridiculous. Like, that's, really that's, that's the life of an only child. What that's do you really, want? That's really fascinating to me. So, I think Ferris no, Bueller no. does have a... It's weird because I don't know if he's... The, we, we still have not figured out whether he's older or younger than Jeannie. And I don't know. And my mom... I, as, I don't give my mom a lot of credit because my mom is definitely not book smart. <laughs> my mom is definitely street smart. Ah. So this crap, that, that maybe that's a big part of it because I see a lot of the crap that he pulls and I'm like, nope, that would not oh, work with a mom like it's mine. It's a, a bunch of rich white kids from exactly. a rich white Exactly. So I'm like looking at this like, ew, like, no, like, screw that. That wouldn't work in my neighborhood. Huh? No, none of this would work. work in, maybe it would work in my neighborhood. That wouldn't work in mine at all. My mom would call me out on so much BS. Like, she wouldn't let me get away with nothing. Yeah, and we I, grew up... You and I grew up in very, very different households. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very different. I already know that. Yeah. I kind of figured as much. It's interesting. We talk a lot about ourselves on this show so much more than we ever did on Harry Potter. Because this is, like, real world as opposed yeah. to, like, a fantasy I like world. It. I hope people like this show. It's, it's it's much different. I, f- I forgot how much I like recording with just, like, we've been trying to have guests on every week. And so when we do have weeks where it's just us, I feel like we, we dig in a little deeper to us. Right. I hope people like that. I just feel like I'm always the bad guy. No. <laughs> you're not the bad guy. The only person who likes me is Jonathan. Aw. Hashtag That's, Team Victoria. Right. Well, he's the only one that likes me. That's fine. I have my one fan. <laughs> I'll, I'll make him a little flag. Oh, that would be adorable. We need, you know, we need. To, he's gonna be on our show. It, I want to bug it's, him and it's, see if it's we like, can get it's on. It's a, it's an Aladdin, like, like Aladdin, like, it's like he's our Princess man. And, and then when, uh, and then when it's Jafar, and it's like eh, Jafar, and just a little tiny flag. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Everyone's like, yay, Gary. It's like Jafar, Jafar. He's our man. If he, if he can't do it, if he great. can't do it, great. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's my life. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's we jo- love you, that's Victoria. Jo- that's Jonathan with his little flag so for fun. me. Aw, like I Aww. appreciate you, we, Jonathan. We, we like you, Jonathan. I'm glad that you're listening and have been interacting on the Facebook page, guys. Everyone listening, join he, our Facebook group he, to save Ferris He's basically society. the only reason why I do anything on the Ferris Bueller page. Because I do stuff on the Harry Potter page, but I don't do a whole lot on Ferris. And the only time I Ferris do... Ferris doesn't have a whole lot of interaction yet. Is is you messaging me saying like, oh, like Jonathan said something about you today. Uh-huh. Or 
it's like him tagging me, and then I and then I notice it. Oh, I'm I like, tagged hey. you in the episode title yesterday, or in the episode that. that went up on Monday or Tuesday. Because I wanted to put a little angry face. I know because I was like, Victoria's very angry, and I thought you should have, you should have. That would have been so funny. <laughs> that would have been so funny. I don't know. Oh. Things I think of later. <laughs> All right, we should get out of here, Victoria. You've got a wedding to get to. I know. I know. This is gonna be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for today. Right? Yeah. Weird. This is the first time I've ever gone to a friend's wedding. Nah, it's not even a real wedding. <laughs> You're still getting married. I think it counts. Okay. Join us tomorrow. Uh, the post-wedding sting. <laughs> post-wedding wrap-up. Yeah. <laughs> we, where we won't even talk about it. And, uh, yeah. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, all those things. Give us reviews, ratings. Talk to us. Reach out to us. We love it. We appreciate it. And come back tomorrow for minute 35. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Chicka chicka. Mm.